Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash, am I the butthole? Am I the butthole for not donating my liver due to a lawsuit and the person died? I'm a 24-year-old guy with a 23-year-old girlfriend. My girlfriend works at a mechanic shop, and her close friend and boss, a guy in his 50s, is in need of a liver transplant. They had been on the list for a while and were getting nowhere. Lots of us got tested, and I was a match. We were all happy and thrilled that this direct donation could take place. A week before the surgery date, police showed up at our house to arrest my partner because her boss, the person who was getting a piece of my liver, had accused her of theft. He claimed that she'd stolen thousands from a bank account and stolen from the cash box. The police showed us a CCTV in which she reaches into the box, takes money, and walks out of frame. 15 times, 15 days, 15 accusations. The police admitted that they had no proof that it was theft and no clue on the amounts taken as she used a box to take the customer's money and change. The police also said they didn't see how she accessed the bank accounts and that they felt this was some sort of insurance fraud and they needed a scapegoat. I immediately rang the hospital and my transplant coordinator and backed out of the surgery. We got on with our lives. My partner found a new job and attended the court date where the case was thrown out six months later. A week after the case was dismissed, we got word that the boss had died. No one else had been a match or was willing to get tested after news got out, and they never found a match in the transplant system in time. I feel so guilty. I allowed someone to die, pretty much murdered them. I let pettiness get in the way of saving a life. My partner and friends feel that I did the right thing. None of this is on me, and my not giving a piece of me to the person who possibly was putting my partner in prison for a long time. A week before surgery is my choice and the right choice. My boss's friends and family have been ringing nonstop, harassing us at our jobs and posting online a lot about how I murdered and killed their boss. That I should have given the liver away anyway and been a good person. I feel I should have given it, but who bites the hand that feeds? I didn't want to risk getting cut open, risk dying and other complications for someone who didn't care for me and mine. But now someone is dead from something that I could have prevented. I'm conflicted and losing sleep over this. Am I the butthole for not giving my liver to the person accusing my partner of theft and them later dying? And then OP adds some extra information in an edit. Clearing up a few things. My girlfriend didn't steal. She was just doing her job of getting change and paying invoices. The guy's wife, who admitted to stealing later, simply used footage of her accessing the cash box to try to make it seem like she stole. OP, I definitely understand the guilt that you're feeling in the situation. If I were in your shoes, then yeah, I would probably also feel like this guy's death is on my hands. But no, it isn't. The reality is, this guy chose to be a douchebag to the one person who was literally saving his life. If if you're about to, like, save someone who's stuck on train tracks and the guy's like, Wow, I have to get saved by you? You look like a douchebag. And then you don't save him from the train tracks? That's not on you. That's on him. Plus, the fact that you were even willing to consider giving away your literal organs to your girlfriend's boss puts you way above most people in terms of moral standards. If my wife's boss needed a liver, I'd be like, Wow, I'm really sorry about that. Good luck, though. I mean, I would donate organs to my immediate family and my closest friends. That's it. 
You really shouldn't feel bad about this, OP. And if you still do, go donate some blood. Save other people's lives. Will I be the butthole if I send my parents to jail? I'm a 29-year-old woman, and my parents have always been in financial trouble. Something that I've never been able to understand because they both have a really generous salary, more than three times my own. Because of these financial troubles, my aunt, uncles, and grandma have lended them money over the years. We were evicted a couple of times that I know of. We've had the water, the electricity, and the internet cut. Many things that, over the years, I admit have affected my emotional and mental health. All of this has made my relationship with my parents very difficult over the years, even more so when they would take advantage of me by making me pay for things with the money that I earned working during the holidays to pay for college, or making me call my grandma to ask her for money. And all of this while my mom used the money to spend on whatever she could in purses or jewelry. The moment I became an adult, they started to sign the bills under my name without my permission, mostly because their credit was so bad that the companies wouldn't allow them to sign with their own names. When I figured it out, I asked them to stop, but they just lied about it and I just let it go because I couldn't deal with it. Fast forward to the present day, and because of the coronavirus situation, I was looking forward to the money from my income tax return. Because my salary had gone down, so this money would have helped a lot. Instead of receiving a tax return, I received a letter from a courthouse saying that my money had been confiscated. I immediately phoned my mom, and she said that she didn't know anything about it, but she'll fix it. Since I don't trust her at all, I called the court myself, and then they explained to me that during the last year, there's been a process against me by a company that I owe money from unpaid bills. All the papers had been sent to my parents who had signed and taken them. The debt wasn't paid with the money from the tax income, so part of my salary from now on will be confiscated too until it's fully paid. So my parents stole my identity to contract a bill under my name, didn't pay for it, and when the company claimed that debt through lawyers and a judge, they kept all the papers from me, which is also illegal. Apparently waiting for all of it to be fixed by itself. My mother said it was her right to put it under my name because I'm her daughter and it's my duty to help with the family burdens. Since then, and after really nasty words from her side and my sister, who said that I'm ungrateful and selfish, I haven't spoken to them and I'm in the middle of a global pandemic with my salary already low, paying for a debt that isn't mine. My friends and boyfriends say that I should talk to the police and stop all this because otherwise they'll keep doing it and I'm afraid that they will. So will I be the butthole if I speak with the court even if it means that my parents, age 70 and 63, could go to jail? OP, you are absolutely not the butthole here. If your sister thinks that what your parents did was totally fine, then they can open up bills in her name. And regarding going to the police, I will definitely agree that you need to take some steps to protect yourself. Going to the police is kind of the nuclear option, and if you take that step, then I would imagine that your relationship with your parents will be irreparably damaged. But that being said, is your relationship with your parents all that good to begin with? Probably not. So yeah, I do think going to the cops would be justified. At a bare minimum OP, you need to freeze your credit right now. Am I the butthole for telling my parents to pay me back my college tuition if they want a relationship? I was raised by parents who believed religiously and just culturally in rigid gender roles. Dad should work and mom should stay home with the kids. I'm the only girl and have three brothers. 
Because of their expectation that I'd stay home with the kids, they never valued my education, educational achievements, or emphasized things beyond domestic skills. I'm the second youngest. By the time I was in high school, my two older brothers had gone off to the colleges of their choice with my parents fully covering tuition, books, an off-campus apartment, and other living expenses. They eventually did the same for my younger brother. I was told I wasn't allowed to apply for college. I did so in secret and got accepted with a partial scholarship. I didn't tell them I was moving out until a week before I left, with essentially nothing but what a few friends gave to me that their parents bought them for college. I took engineering and had to work, take on debt, and struggle. My parents and I have barely spoken for years. I'm married now and expecting our first child, and they asked to meet up. We met at a park, and they said that they were sorry if they caused me pain, but they would like a relationship now. I asked them specifically what they were sorry for. They wouldn't elaborate and just said they wanted to move forward. I said that wasn't sufficient. In the end, I said that they could prove that they were sorry by forwarding me the $100,000 my degree and college expenses were, just like they did for my brothers. My mom burst into tears, and my dad said I wasn't being serious, and I just left. Since then, I've been getting calls from my brother telling me I'm being immature and hurtful. I don't think so at all. Nah, OP, you get zero out of five buttholes. This story is a perfect example of you reap what you sow. If your parents really wanted to have a relationship with you, then they should have supported you just like they supported your brothers. Am I the butthole for forcing my daughter to interact with her aunt? My 16-year-old daughter has been refusing to interact with her aunt, my sister, who I'll call Helen. She comes over every Monday and Thursday to bring dinner and catch up with the family. My husband and I enjoy her company, and it's nice to have meals already made for two out of the seven days. My daughter, who I'll call Amy, has been avoiding her aunt like she's the plague. On Mondays and Thursdays, Amy goes to either her friend's or boyfriend's house. She leaves at around 10 a.m. and won't come home until 10.30 p.m. We know that Amy isn't doing anything bad because she'll always tell us the night where she's going and will always come home before a curfew. I also have a tracker which she knows about on her phone so I know where she is. Amy's been doing this since the beginning of July. Recently, Helen has noticed that Amy is never home when she's over. Helen loves Amy and really wants to spend time with her, but Amy refuses. On Thursday, after Helen left and Amy came home, I asked Amy why she keeps avoiding her aunt, but then Amy blew up at me. She started yelling and crying about how horrible Aunt Helen is to her and how she always makes Amy feel like garbage. Amy also said that Helen is very mentally abusive towards her and is a gaslighter. I got very angry and told Amy that she's overreacting, that Helen does and says things out of love, and that she can't help it. Amy continued to yell and cry about how horrible her aunt is. I told Amy that she was acting like a spoiled brat, and I proceeded to take her phone and all of her electronics away from her. Today, I talked to Amy and said that she now has to stay home on Mondays and Thursdays and spend an hour with Aunt Helen. If she doesn't, then she'll be grounded for two weeks, and she won't have her electronics for that time either. Amy started to cry, probably trying to guilt trip me, and she begged to at least only do this on Mondays. I said no, and I reminded her of her punishment if she refuses to comply. Amy called me a butthole and said things that really hurt my feelings. I told Helen about this, and she thanked me for having my daughter stay home. After all, she really does love Amy. My husband said that I went overboard with taking her things away, but believes that Amy is being a brat. 
So, Reddit, am I the butthole for forcing my daughter to interact with her aunt? I think that I'm in the right, but I want to see what you think. And OP clarifies, Amy has told me about some of the bad things that Helen has said or done to her in the past. I understand those things, and I've talked to Helen about those things. Helen has apologized and wants to make things up with Amy, but Amy's refused. When Amy was younger, she'd spend a lot of time over at Helen's house. Helen is the type of person who says what's on her mind, and she never holds back. Helen would tell Amy if she's eating too much or too little that she looked bad, she didn't look pretty, as well as other things. Amy claims that Helen would force her to eat a lot, even if Amy was uncomfortable. There are other things that Amy refuses to tell me, so all I know is that Helen has made a few comments here and there. I must also add that these comments were made years ago. Alright OP, let me make sure I've got the timeline correct here. First, you approach your daughter and ask her to tell you what's going on. And when your daughter chose to trust you and reveal what she's feeling, you got upset at her and then completely invalidated her feelings. Then, you decided to essentially force her to spend time with the person who's emotionally abusing her and then get upset at her because she hasn't forgiven her aunt. Yeah, OP, you're definitely the butthole here. I'm giving you 3.5 out of 5 buttholes for not having your daughters back here at all. I mean, do you want your daughter to completely cut contact with you when she turns 18? Because based on this story, this is how this is going. You know, actually, down in the comments, Dinosaurs Deserve Love says it best. Let me rephrase. My sister abused my daughter as a kid and continues to be mean and rude to her as a teenager. Some of which I know about, and some of which is so bad my daughter refuses to talk about it. But, like, my sister apologized and is trying to be better, so I'm going to punish my daughter for refusing to accept her apology and avoid her abuser. And then OP posted an update. I've read almost all of your responses and I've looked through as many messages as I can. Some of the things sent to me were devastating to say the least, but not as devastating as me realizing what I did to Amy. I fully accept that I'm the butthole and there are no excuses to my actions. I apologized to Amy and said that whenever she's ready to talk, she can. I also told her that she doesn't have to accept my apology. When Amy's ready, I'll talk to her about Helen. I called Helen this morning and told her I don't want her to come over for the next few weeks. She asked why, but I didn't give her an answer. I don't want to confront Helen with anything until Amy feels it's okay. After all, Amy's the one who suffered the most. Am I the butthole for making fun of a white girl for being poor because she was being racist? I'm Asian, more specifically one of the only Chinese people in my grade, which has been absolutely fun these days. So the girl in question has been racially harassing me since the beginning of lockdown. When she DM'd me and said, Did that bad taste good? Thanks a lot, you effing freak. I reported her to my school, and they literally just dropped it because they said tensions were high, and she couldn't be blamed because her uncle had corona, some BS like that. Then, I got repeated messages like that from fake and newly created accounts that I suspect were from her, and I just kept blocking them until I guess she gave up because I wasn't reacting. My school district has chosen to reopen, which is massively dumb in my opinion, but whatever. On the literal second day of school, she walks up to me while I'm in the lunch line and says in a thick Asian accent, Are you eating bad dumpling or dog noodle? Other people around me effing laughed, and I'm sure I don't have to explain this, but I felt effing humiliated. It finally felt like I'd gotten her off my back for a little while, and she comes back as soon as school starts. And I already know my school administration isn't going to go to bat for me. 
I don't know a lot about this girl since obviously I try to avoid her, but I did know that she has terrible teeth, lived in a trailer, and was very poor. I'm ashamed to have stooped to this, but I just wanted to show her how I felt for once, so I said, I'd be less concerned with what I'm eating if I were you and more worried about your diet, since you're the one who needs to figure out how to brush your teeth in a trailer with no running water. Stop trying to get sent to a hospital when you can't afford healthcare. Other students nearby told me I went too far because it wasn't her fault she was poor. Like it was my fault I'm Asian? She literally effing cried, and I didn't cry every time she called me an effing uh, racial slur. She left me alone ever since though, which doesn't matter since I plan on transferring anyways. So, OP, I have to say that what you said was mean. Now, that doesn't mean that what you did was wrong, but objectively, it was very mean. So, I can't let you get off scot-free here because you did stoop down to her level, so I think I'm going to give you like 1 out of 5 buttholes. But that being said, I don't think you really did anything wrong here. I mean, your other option would have been to just back down and try to ignore her, but more than likely that would have just made things continue, so in that case, your best scenario would have been to confront her in some way. In a perfect world, there would have been something you could have said that would have gotten her off your back permanently, but I'm not really sure what that sentence is, so overall, in this case, I'd say you're pretty justified. That was r slash am I the butthole, and if you like this podcast, then check out my Patreon where I publish extra podcast episodes. Also, be sure to follow my podcast, because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.